You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. It is always game day in Buffalo. It's the podcast. We invite you to subscribe. Uh, we ask you to do that. Uh, make sure you throw us a nice rating, five-star review, and then you're always going to get the next podcast in your podcast uh, browser, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify, it doesn't matter. So for the fourth out of five games this season, <laughs> Buffalo Bills pitched a shutout in the second half. And the only points they give up in this game were a three-pointer, a field goal. Otherwise, I mean, obviously, the Steelers started going for it on fourth downs. That matters you know, as you get later in the game. But, Matt, I don't know what else you could ask this defense to do. I mean, they just, even when it looks like another team's starting to drive, they just come up with a critical stop and a critical play whenever they need it. Yeah. It, it, and it was weird because they start the game and yeah. the Steelers move down the field with ease. And something that a lot of us have kind of jokingly talked about was it's almost like the bills allow teams to have some semblance of success on their first drive of the game, just to see what they're doing. And then they basically just pull the rug out from under them and they go, Nope, you're not going to do this anymore. Now you've got to try and make these adjustments. And it ultimately, you know, ends up really hurting the other team. It's it's bend, but don't break. It's make big plays at big moments. It's be super efficient when you let them get down the field into the red zone. It's not like they're doing one thing in particular that is so unbelievably effective. I mean, the Steelers were five of 15 on third downs. So, you know, they were 33% good for the bills, but not like, okay, that was the game changer turnover wise. The Bills had two turnovers, but one of those was a special teams turnover. The other one was the Elam interception. So the turnover battle was 2-2. It's not like it was, what was the other? Why am I blanking? Oh, it was the Quentin Morris fumble. I was going to say the Josh Allen interception. Where was it? Okay, so it was the Quentin Morris fumble. So it, it was a little bit of everything. I mean, they were getting after the quarterback, but it's not like it was nonstop constant pressure, or at least it didn't seem like it from watching the game from the press box. There were times when they got home. There were times when Pickett was able to escape and also, yeah, it's, they're just, they're real. Every time I think they're going to give up a big play or get burned, they make a big play. They, they're really, 
really impressive. I mean, we just said seven points in the second half in five games of the season. You start talking, I'm going to add up how many points they've given up all year. I could probably just do it in my head, but <laughs> no, you, you probably can. And it's yeah, 10, it was, it was 10 points against right. the Rams. It was seven against the Titans. So we're at 17. It was, what was it? 21 20. against 21 against the dolphins. So Ooh. we're at 39, excuse me, 38 Yep. week four, 58. Oh my God. They've given up 61 points in five games. Pretty amazing. <laughs> Their point differential must be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, coming into this game, I'll tell you right now, uh, coming into this game, I have, I'll just bring this up right here. They they were leading the league in point differential. Um, it got bigger today. Yeah, their their difference in points per game was fourteen on average. Oh and my then God, you add in what happened today. Plus ninety one. They were giving up. They were giving up only fourteen and a half points a game on defense. Obviously, that's going to lower as well. Um, this is just a terrific defense, and you know the system is great, right? I mean, we talk about it all the time. You could plug all these players in the system of Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier, and I think a game like today just really shows that when you have Kyrie Elam, Dane Jackson, Jaquan Johnson, Demar Hamlin, I mean you could make an argument that literally the four starters were out and all four were backups. And the only starter was Taron Johnson. And why do I say that? Well, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Christian Benford, Tredavious white, right? I mean, that would be the four starters. Um, they're just coming at you in waves. All these guys can play. They have the system down. And, and today, Sunday, if you're listening to this after today <laughs> is um, it's kind of a, uh, it's a really glowing endorsement, obviously, like I said, for the front office, but what it really does, Matt too, is, it gives those guys more reps. It gives those guys more confidence mm -hmm. going forward. You're not just throwing out because if one has to go in against Kansas city, it's not like they're seeing the field for the first time, right? Or mm -hmm. against green Bay. They're not seeing the field for the first time. Defense was very good today. Um, I don't know if you want to highlight any standouts. I know we just talked about the secondary How about even Terrell Dodson getting, a I was going to say Terrell Dodson go had ahead. a really effective game. I mean, Terrell yeah. Dodson had seven combined tackles. He had a sack. It yep. was a cheap sack. It was Kenny Pickett running off to the side for like a two yard loss. And he touched him on the way out. So that was the sack, but still 11 total tackles, a sack. He had a really strong game. He made some big splash plays for the bills. He was just very effective. And I also want to give a shout out. I know he had the interception, but it was a rough start for Elam. He was getting targeted. I think I tweeted yes. that for the he first was. time this year, he looks like a rookie. He is going, he's getting picked on a bit, but he really turned it around. The interception was kind of the line in the sand. And after that, he just looked like everything calmed down a little bit. I'm really interested to see whenever they get healthy, who they roll out with as their base starters. Cause it's going to be Tredavious white. I'm really interested to see who they start on the opposite side of him. I think it's going to be Dane, but man, like Elam until today, until the first half of today has been super solid. Benford was playing super solid before he got injured. It's good that they have options because injuries are inevitable. They will happen again. And the bills like to keep people fresh. They'll like to rotate guys in and out, but kudos to Elam for bouncing back. Also, DeMar Hamlin's really good. Yeah. DeMar Hamlin looks like he could be a really nice find for the bills. Mm -hmm. I will say I didn't love the hit personally. I thought I, I know by the letter of the law, it was a clean hit. But I think if that happened to Josh, Bills fans would lose their mind. I agree with you. Did you hear Mike Tomlin's response after the game? No, I did not. What did he say? 
Mike Tomlin was asked about the hit. He said, did you have a problem with it? I, I love Mike Tomlin. He said, I don't have a problem with DeMar Hamlin. He's a great kid. He said he's from Pitt. He said, I have a problem with the, how the referees officiated the call. That's what he said. So, yes, he had a problem with it. He had a problem with them not calling it the way it should be called. He said, this is not on DeMar. DeMar's playing hard. I have no problem with that. Um, he said it should have been called. Uh, yeah, there was a debate about that, but DeMar got up. Kenny Pickett got up. They played college together, obviously, yeah. they each other. And they were okay, but he goes hard. That's, that's DeMar Hamlin. He's going to go hard. Um, he's going to play to the whistle. He's going to play hard. He can come off the edge a little bit and blitz a little bit from the safety spot. And then we saw what he could do also in the secondary, as well as get this. I'm going to, I can't believe this stat I saw today. After the game, I'm looking through the box score and it just jumps out at me. Saran Neal, who, what, how many plays did he play? Maybe 20? I don't even know. I saw this stat too. And I, it blew my mind when I saw Saran Neal had four pass breakups. Four credited <laughs> with four official pass breakups. I want to tell everybody out there if you get one in a game, that's good. There are only 10 players in the whole league that have had more than four for the season. <laughs> Mika Fitzpatrick leads the NFL with six pass breakups going into today. <laughs> Saran Neal four, and he played maybe 20 snaps, man. I would have got if you asked me but, but until I saw that stat, if you asked me on the podcast tonight, how many snaps did Saran Neal get in this game on defense? I would have said, I don't know, five, maybe, <laughs> maybe 10. I don't know. And he had four pass breakups. He, uh, they they're so lights out by the way, Von Miller had another sack today. Yes, basically, he did. Uh, basically every week at this point, AJ Epinesa also had another sack. Do we at all think that there's going to be any further discipline because of the AJ Epinesa thing that he got thrown out? Of um, anything? I think you're probably looking at a fine. I doubt That's it. what I'm thinking. No, I don't think yeah. so. And, and I didn't, I didn't see the replay. He apparently he just brushed the official or something. I don't, well, it didn't look like anything intentional. Correct. It looks like, well, it looked intentional, but it didn't look like he knew it was an, I just saw the replay. He kind of aggressively turned, like somebody bumped into him and he kind of aggressively turns and right. like elbows them a little bit, but I'm assuming he thought it was a Steelers player shoving him, but right. it was actually an official. So he kind of aggressively turns and then the official, you know, screams and he puts his hands up. I don't know if he put his hands up and was like, Hey, you pushed me. Or if he was like, I didn't know who it was. I just saw it from the TV replay. So, but it, it didn't look like it was anything like malicious or anything right. that would warrant anything I don't think further so. than a small fine or something. And, like and then, you know, there's a, a fight after Hamlin's hit. Then, um, you know, Hamlin gets jacked up and then everybody kind of pours over there. And that's like kind of right in front of me. And I'm watching. I, the only time I was ever like seriously in one of those things was that other fight against Jacksonville, which was Shaq lost. And then Shaq got into this one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? I was right in the middle of that. That yes. was one of the adrenaline from that day was, <laughs> was amazing. I, I felt like I jumped out of an airplane after I was in that fight. Well, I, was like, so this I don't is know insane. if you guys in the press box noticed this. Did you see that towards the end of the game um, after there was another little skirmish and Shaq mm -hmm. was involved in that AJ gets thrown out. Sean McDermott, AJ Epinesa had to go had to leave the game. Sean McDermott, I'm guessing it was him, also had Shaq Lawson go in yes. early. Shaq Lawson yeah. went to the tunnel early. I think it's because the Bills did not want Shaq and something, someone else on the Steelers going at it in the tunnel because, as we talked about, that tunnel, one way in, one way out, both teams, recipe uh -huh. for something to happen in situations like that, like it happened with Shaq and Leonard Fournette a few years ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, so he went in a little bit early. So I think, yeah, we'll see. Maybe some fines. Uh, come out of that game. Hey, let me ask you, what did you think of Kenny Pickett? 
actually thought he did pretty good. I, I don't I like think he was. Game. Yeah, I liked his game. I don't think he was out of this world good, but I also think that he absolutely held his own. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think that some of the blame, a lot of people in Pittsburgh will probably be saying the same things that he did a good job. He had a good start. You can't put this on him, but I do think that the quarterback should have some responsibility for only scoring three points. So I think that he did a good job. If I was going to give it a grade, I'd say it was a B like very commendable first NFL start against a really good defense in a tough situation. I think that he's got a nice kind of trajectory. There's some weapons there in Pittsburgh. Pickens looks like he's going to be awesome. I really like Deontay. I think he's a solid, solid player. Chase Claypool, I don't get like Chase Claypool has a bunch of talent, but I just don't understand why it doesn't seem to be working there. I mean, yeah, a lot you, of pe- you and a lot of Steelers fans. Yeah. A lot. Everybody in Pittsburgh is like trade the guy for anything, right? trade him for a dozen Timbits or something. And I, I don't know. It's a weird one to me. So I, I liked Kenny Pickett's game. I would say I would give him a B. How about you? Okay. So I really like this game. You know what I really like though? And I know Steelers fans, you know, you see this, they see the game through your own prism. Mm-hmm. They hate Matt Canada, right? They hate their offensive coordinator. I thought Matt Canada did a really good job to move the pocket and keep Kenny Pickett on the run and rolling out and calling plays to his strength. I mean, that's what you have to do. It's not Matt Canada's fault really that the offense has no talent. Um, you know, the offensive line isn't that good. And I mean, they do have some talented wide receivers, like you pointed out, but they can't run the ball. They, they were one dimensional. I'm not saying he's a great offensive coordinator. I'm saying, I think you need to kind of understand the situation he's in as well. I thought he did a good job to roll Pickett out, but I thought Pickett looked good. I thought he did some nice things. He made some good reads. He made some nice plays. Now the bills were giving him a lot of garbage, garbage time yards at the end of the game. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. the game is over. The bills are letting everybody stay in front of them. The dude threw for three twenty-seven. I think it was right. Yeah. Um, at, 50, at 52 attempts. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he has a nice debut as far as numbers, but like you said, Matt, only three points on the board. And that's a reflection of the offense and, and the quarterback and the guy pulling the trigger on the offense as well. So uh, I can I, ahead. can I add one more thing? Yeah. I know you just said that you really like Mike Tomlin. I really like Mike Tomlin, the leader, the motivator. I hate some of the, tis, the decisions that they make. I think they field are goals when you're down 30 points. Yeah. It? But like ball, don't lie. Like the, the really egregious one was it would have been fourth and five and they went for the field goal that would have made it instead of a 21 point deficit, it would have made it an 18 point deficit. I don't know what that does. Boswell misses it anyway, because right. ball don't lie. And these are the football gods punishing them for stupid decisions. It's not like it's you're cutting it to 16 where you can get two touchdowns and two two point conversions. No, it's right. just like give your, you're a 14 point underdog on the road, starting a rookie quarterback, like give your team a puncher's chance. You're going into it playing scared. I, like, I don't understand that. It, it makes me realize when we complain about the bills, not being aggressive enough, they are still so much more aggressive than so many teams in the league. So yeah, many of them. It, it's just Mind McDermott actually has very good like um, numbers as far as when he should go when for should it, when go, he should like, go for it. Yes, like they're the, the best, charts and graphs. Best in the best in the league right now. Did the Bills only punt once? I think today. Sunday? In the yeah, I don't I don't know. I think Sam Martin only punted once. I got to look to make sure. I know it was a fourth and one, and the fans got mad when he came out to punt. They didn't want it, but well, you know they weren't going to rub it in. I guess he felt well. Maybe I'll just go. It was two punts. He had two punts. He averaged. Uh, 55 yards on an average in the re and you know, two, uh, both were touchbacks. So, oh yeah, they were both like right there. Maybe Saran Neal again, 
had a chance for a really great um, stop to down the ball before the goal line, but he didn't. But anyway, the point is I was just looking at Sam Martin. The Bills did have a blocked punt today. They had the fumbled kickoff, blocked field goal, excuse me. They had the fumbled kickoff. They had the blocked field goal that Tyler Bass got blocked. That looked weird. That looked like it kicked was like really low. Well, it was a longer kick into the wind, so you have to keep it low. Mr. Golfer over here. I mean, what happens when you got a longer shot into the wind in golf? Yeah, but it almost like like too low. Like I know it has yeah. to go oh, low to kind of cut under the for wind. Sure, for sure. But it almost looked like he just kicked it into the defensive line. Well, as I like to always, you know, kind of point out when games like this happen, a coach's dream is to win big, but have a lot of things that you need to correct at practice. Like, Mm -hmm. that's great. You can keep their attention and say, Hey, what you said, Matt was great at the beginning of this podcast, which is they didn't even play close to their best game. Like that's Sean McDermott saying, Oh yeah, I got you guys because yeah, we won, but we did not play our best game that that we are still in search of that as we go against Kansas city. So I think that's pretty cool. All right, Matt, let's um, answer some questions. You have some and just kind of, Bump around some other things that happened on Sunday in the league as well. 